Welcome in everyone to our GSP Ace of the Day presented by DraftKings. It's going to be a really fun Friday in the professional tennis world. We've got quarterfinal action in Vienna, in Sultan at the Challenger and ITF level tennis from sunrise to sunset. Overall, exactly what you want heading into another championship weekend in the professional tennis world. As a tennis fan, of course, we've got picks for you here for Friday's matches. But in case you aren't playing along with us already, and again, why wouldn't you be at this point. Only a few weeks left in this 2020 season. A couple more tournaments for you to take advantage of the action with our friends at DraftKings. Of course, you can take advantage of their limited time offer for our Cracked Rackets fans at any point. Here's how it works. You're going to go to DraftKings.com, create your DraftKings Sportsbook account, and make a deposit. From there, DraftKings will match your first deposit at 20% up to $500. After that, you're going to make your first bet. And DraftKings will also match that with a risk-free first bet up to $500. Just go to dkng.co slash cracked open to play. That's dkng.co slash cracked open. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER in Illinois, New Jersey, West Virginia, or Pennsylvania, 1-800-9-WITH-IT-IN-INDIANA, 1-800-BETS-OFF-IN-IOWA, or 1-800-522-4700 in Colorado. Users must be 21 years or older and in a participating state to take advantage of this offer. Deposit bonus is in DK dollars, which have no cash value and must be used on DraftKings. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for more details. All right. With that in mind, let's get to our picks for Friday's matches in the professional tennis world. It's been a good week for us again. A good two-week stretch as we close out this 2020 season. I'd like to think it's the fact that we have now seen these players for, you know, six, eight, ten weeks consecutively. It's finally possible to get a rhythm of who is playing well, who is struggling to find their form. Hopefully, this translates into a successful championship weekend of picks here on the podcast. And, of course, as always, I will quickly remind you, if you want to see my entire list of picks for Friday's matches in the pro tennis world, be sure to go check out this podcast in article form on our website, CrackedRackets.com. You want to hear a recap of all of Thursday's matches. You want to hear the biggest storylines, results, and controversies going on elsewhere in the tennis world. Be sure to go check out the Mini Break podcast, which you can find wherever you listen to your podcast. But you came here to hear some Friday picks. So let's get to number ace number one of a four-pick fr- Friday ace of the day here on the show. We're going to put a lot of faith in the American men, and I've said it all week long, but... After Tommy Paul lost that match in Antwerp to Feliciano Lopez, you could just see it in his body language. He was frustrated with himself. It was not a good performance, and he expected more. He expected to go out there and beat Feliciano Lopez, and I think you know that frustration has really translated well to his results this week. I think it motivated him to finish out this season strong. Of course, he sees his buddies Fran- uh, Taylor Fritz and Riley Opelka inside the top 40. He sees Francis Tiafo working his way back towards the top 50 as well. And we know these guys do such a good job of motivating one another. They want to, you know, succeed. They want to, uh, you know, one up their uh, peers and they want to push one another to reach the top of the game. And for Tommy Paul, he's yet to drop a set this week, six and three. He really was down in that set first set against Travaglia, managed to flip the script and then four and over against Redu Albat. He controlled that match from start to finish. 
He's a slight underdog tomorrow against number four seeded John Millman. You know, Tommy Paul, even odds in this match. And look, these two have never played before. And they both have, I don't want to say similar games, but I will say similar ball striking abilities in that they're not going to overwhelm you with their rally ball. It's not this ridiculously powerful shot, right? It's not an Andre Rublev. It's not a Dominic team who just so ferociously go after every ball. They're two guys who like to read and react. They're two guys who like to play to the pace of their opponent. They like to turn defense to offense. They like to show off their physical capabilities, their movement. This is going to be a match that features a lot of screeching on that court as these guys will be sliding all over this place in Nur Sultan. But I just think this match, given the way he's playing, I think Tommy Paul's got the bigger uh, weapons in this one. I think he's got the bigger serve. I think he's got the better ability to turn on a forehand, turn on a backhand when the moment presents itself. I think he's the better volleyer of the two players. He's more comfortable at the net, and I do think John Millman is the more solid of the two. And you look at what John Millman has done this week, and really over the course of these past couple of weeks, you know, he had the bad loss in Cologne number one to Misha Zverev, but after that, he bounces back to, you know, knock off Verdasco three-set match against Alex Vierov here this week. He beats Verdasco again. Now he's got Tommy Paul. It's not anything that's going to blow you out of the water, right? I think these are two guys probably playing, you know, similar confidence levels heading into this one, and this is an eye test pick, and I just think Tommy Paul's been playing better of late. I think his serve can do a little bit more on these courts, and again, I think the speed of these Nur Sultan courts, and I've heard that they're playing awfully quick this week, uh, I think that favors Tommy Paul in this one. I think he has the opportunity to be the more aggressive of the two players. Now, again, it's even odds for Tommy Paul, so we're not going to place a huge bet on this one. I do think this is a toss-up. I do think you're looking at the over-unders on the day, the over two and a half sets in this match. Awfully appealing. I believe those are at plus uh, 132 odds. So if you want to hit that, I completely understand. I'm going to ride with the American TP. I'm going to put $2 on him to win two in return. That's ace number one. Ace number two, a guy I've talked about quite a bit on the Mini Break podcast of late, Francis Tiafo, minus 160 over Igor Gerasimov. It's going to be the first matchup between the two, and I will say Gerasimov does hit the sort of powerful serve, powerful game to give the Francis Tiafo forehand troubles to expose that weakness, be able to have plus one balls but just, by just firing serve after serve after serve into that side of Tiafo. But Tiafo's played so well of late, and I've talked about these stats before, but you look at what he's done these past couple of weeks, you know, wins over Kesmenovic and Mute in straight sets here in this one in Antwerp. He beats the deuce before losing to Dan Evans, but the week before that he won, uh, or, you know, a couple weeks before that he won the challenger in Parma. He obviously made that fourth round of the U.S. Open as well. He's working his way back towards the top 50, and I just think this is a match where he's going to be able to do enough, where he's going to be able to hold serve comfortably, and that first serve has been a really big thing for him uh, since the season restarted, and I think he's going to have breakpoint chances. I think even if this set goes to tie breaks, I like him there. I just think he's the more dynamic of the two players, simply put, and again, Jerusimov does have the sort of game to give Tiafo trouble, that firepower into the Tiafo forehand. That's what causes him to spray, but I think Tiafo problem solves his way out of this match. I think he throws off-speed pitches at Jerusimov. The slice backhand just gets him out of his rhythm, changes direction, moves forward. Give me Tiafo in this one. We're going to put $4 on it to win 250 in return against minus 160 odds. It's not great. This is a testament 
to the confidence I have in Francis Tiafo. He's ace of the day number two. Aces of the day three and four. Of course, a couple of parlays for you all to ring in the weekend. Let's start with the three-match parlay. Medvedev, Djokovic, Dimitrov. Medvedev tomorrow. Uh, you probably feel pretty comfortable against him. Minus 600 against Kevin Anderson. Medvedev today beating Vashik Pospisil. Anderson going to do very similar things. And of course, Pospisil came awfully close to winning the match. I just think for Daniil Medvedev, when you play two big servers in a row, I actually think that's a good thing because now Medvedev's used to the rhythm of that match. You know, Anderson's game predicated on taking rhythm away from his opponent. Medvedev ready for that sort of game style. I'd like him tomorrow. I like Djokovic tomorrow over Lorenzo Sinego. Don't think I have to make the case for that. And then I like Grigor Dimitrov to knock off Dan Evans now. Three-set battle for Dimitrov today over Tsitsipas, and of course he was a semifinalist in Antwerp, excuse me. I think that's all the Halloween candy I've been guzzling down before doing these podcasts. But anyways, Dimitrov, a semifinalist last week against Antwerp, played a great match, but lost it to Demon Hour. Today, a great three-set win over Tsitsipas. And yeah, that's a lot of tennis these past two weeks. And, you know, Dan Evans is playing awfully good as well, but... Just go watch Grigor Dimitrov. He just seems finally fit as a fiddle. He's back into that late 2017, early 2018 sort of form. He's obviously was a guy who caught COVID earlier uh, during this pandemic, but it seems to be finally fully healthy, fully fit, and just playing confident tennis, asserting himself on the court. I don't think, you know, him and Dan Evans trading backhand slices. Again, Dimitrov, 3-1 to one career, head-to-head advantage. He understands the game style. He's ready for it. I just like Dimitrov. I think he's playing better than Evans right now. So you parlay the three of them together, minus 130 odds. Let's throw $6 on that. Let's get adventurous, folks. Six to win 465. That's ace number three. And then to get particularly spicy, we're going to go Medvedev, Djokovic, Dimitrov, Tiafo. And then we'll throw in Jaume Munar, who's minus 650 tomorrow over Kaprova in the Challenger in Spain. Uh, you throw the five of them together, plus 226, $2 to win 452. Always so hopeful at the end of these podcasts. I go through them. I'm like, yeah, those aces sound good. Again, a re- to recap, we're taking Paul even on the money line, two to win two. Tiafo on the money line, four to win 250. Medvedev, Djokovic, Dimitrov, minus 130 parlay. And then Medvedev, Do- Djokovic, Dimitrov, Munar, Tiafo, plus 226. 2 to win 452. Of course, again, if you want to hear a recap of all of tomorrow's action, be sure to check out the mini break podcast. If you want to play along with us, just go to our friends at DraftKings. Go to dkng.co slash cracked open to take advantage of their limited time offer. And of course, if you have missed any of our content, just go to crackedrackets.com. Shout out as always to our super producer, Daniel Westoff, for the of an any job he does day in day out excuse me making all of this possible but with that in mind for our wonderful friends at DraftKings our super producer Daniel Westoff and all of us here at both Cracked Rackets and the Tennis Channel Podcast Network I'm your host Alex Gruskin you know what we say we hope you enjoy Friday's matches and may the odds be up in your favor good luck everyone